Hi, everyone. You're listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Janine, a.k.a. La Wild Explorer, and I'm here today with our producer, Martha. Welcome back, everyone, to Oh My Travel Podcast. Today, we have a special guest on our show, Hannah Ashcraft from Moderately Adventurous. Hannah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So excited to have you. Um, We're going to be talking about bestie travel and Martha and I are besties. So we're like, yes, let's, let's do this. Let's talk about all of the fun girl trips that we've ever had. And um, we're just so excited to have you on the show. And um, I wanted to, you know, give you the chance to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about you. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, So my name's Hannah. I have a travel blog called Moderately Adventurous, um, and it's all about encouraging women to try adventurous travel. And along the way, I have really started to travel a lot with my friends. I still travel with my romantic partner, but I have really gotten more adventurous with my girlfriends. And so a lot of my blog posts and everything have a lot of my friends in them. And backpacking and hiking and things like that. So I thought this would be a fun topic, but also so speaks to what I talk about all the time and kind of giving you the information in order to feel comfortable to go try adventurous things. And the fun thing about adventurous things is that it could be different for everyone. It could be a cooking class in Thailand. It could be hiking in Germany. It could be you know, or hiking in Guatemala, it could be, you know, adventurous means something for everyone. So um, I'm really kind of have a newbie mindset towards things and really love diving into something new. And it's really fun to do it with someone else. And I'm just thinking, you know, let's talk about all the different people that we could be doing these adventurous things with. I love that. Um, So now we want to do something a little we haven't done this on the show, so this is the first time. Um, oh, we're gonna exciting. do like we're gonna do some rapid fire questions with you, just as a kind of like tiny icebreaker, and it's called "Do you love that?" And so I'm just gonna shout out stuff, and you're gonna tell me if you love it or hate it. Ooh, okay. And then we're gonna judge you hard, based on <laughs> We are not. We're not gonna judge. Okay. <laughs> All right. Planes. Oh, I love them. Road trips. Love them. Astrology. Okay, I really love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! What's your sign? My sign is Pisces. My birthday is actually next week. So, (gasps) um, thank you. And um, I am so Pisces sometimes. (laughs) Okay, we love that. Continue, Janine. Okay, okay. Spain. I haven't been there yet. (gasps) You have to go. I know. So I, I feel like I don't know if I can answer that. Okay. Disneyland. I think I love it. Spam. Mm. <laughs> Spam as in the food or like emails? Whatever comes to mind. <laughs> I thought of the food first and I hate it. <laughs> and emails? I hate those, of course. <laughs> Reading for fun. Oh, I love that. The number 13. I think I like it. I love it. Oh, okay. okay. Well, my birthday's March 3rd, so it's like threes. I'm, yeah, a fan You're of okay threes. You're okay with them. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with them. Three, three. Oh, March 3rd. Yeah, three, three. Yeah. Love it. Like that. Okay. Well, you love everything. Well, I, I know. No, you hate spam. <laughs> oh, I do hate spam, but yeah. I know Spain. 
and maybe so no could. Yeah, I couldn't answer Spain. I feel like I really need to go there first before I say anything. Well, I Is think you'll anything? love it because I think yeah. I think I want everyone to love it. I love Spain. Yeah, there's so many areas to it that I feel like there's got to be places that I love. And that's so the Pisces in me of like finding the thing that I do love in everything that I do. <laughs> it's so hard for me to say that I love or that I hate something. <laughs> I oh think well, we love that you love most things besides them, which is my deep, deep love. So I'm kind of hurt, but I oh, no, I'm sorry. Everyone's thing, but I just we thought it would be funny to throw it in. Yes, you need to go to Hawaii where they have like um that. They at, have like, a spam festival. Yes, and I think they even have it at McDonald's or something, or at least they did a while ago. Yeah. Got to get our spam on. Yeah. yeah. So maybe <laughs> reconsider spam. I don't know. Just try it again <laughs> in a, like a fried rice meal. I'm just just throwing it out there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if this, this pandemic continues, I might have to. <laughs> I, I don't know, like apocalypse type food. If you think about it, like it's in a can, you could do whatever it's you meat want in with the can. It. You can really do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, moving forward. <laughs> that was let's fun. Get, let's get into bestie travel. Oh, yay. I'm glad you liked it. I was a little worried, but that was fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let's get into bestie travel, my favorite topic. <laughs> yes. So, um, okay. So what has been your best bestie trip? Oh, oh, man. I wasn't expecting that uh, question. <laughs> um, gosh, I mean, every single one of them is so different because I, I really work with whoever I'm traveling with to like make it the best trip possible from both of our perspectives. Um, I will say an unexpected joy was Guatemala. I went with my girlfriend who was actually, we worked together, so we were coworkers first, and then we actually started doing this hiking training. And then um, we hiked Mount Whitney together. And then we ended up a year later going to Guatemala and we hiked three different volcanoes there. And so we made it like this insane hiking vacation. <laughs> in Guatemala. And so that was really incredible. But we also got did a lot of like cultural activities like uh, chocolate making class and a, a weaving class with um, women who don't even speak English or even Spanish, really. Um, they spoke their native Mayan language. So it was really fun to be surrounded by that female Mayan energy and also be with my, you know, my best friend and do all these hikes with another girl. And it was it was like really great. So I'll just say that was like a very unexpected location that was just so amazing. That is so awesome. I actually went to Guatemala for um, my birthday uh, a couple years back, and I didn't get to do as much hiking as I wanted to. I just did the, what is it, Acatenango? Yeah, that was like that. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, uh, um, <laughs> we need a new, someone who speaks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but you said you did three, so I think you also did the one across from it, right? Uh, um, well, we I didn't actually do Fuego. Um, there, that's the one like immediately next to Acatenango that explodes every like fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, yeah. The I know it was crazy. You can like, did you sleep on the volcano as well when you did Acatenango? Yeah. 
yeah. So you can like hear it exploding at night, which was nuts. Um, so we didn't have great weather when we were there. We were going to do like kind of a double summit where you get a little closer to Fuego, but we didn't end up doing that. Um, we just did the Akatsunanga overnight. And then the other two volcanoes I did was um, one near Lake, why am I blinking on it? Um, <laughs> Lake Auditlan. It was the San Pedro volcano. We did that one for sunrise. And the third volcano that we did um, was also near um, Antigua. And that was the, hold on. Hannah's drawing a blank. She's I know. The, the third volcano is missing my... <laughs> is the um, Pacaya volcano. That's what it's called. And that's where we saw lava and roasted marshmallows in the heat of the volcano. So each one provided something a little different, but it was, each one was so incredible. That is so cool. So your, your friend who you went on that trip with, are you, you're both into hiking, you're both into the outdoors or how did that all come together? Yeah, yeah. So we had worked together. We were both working at the Santa Barbara Museum of Art and we just became friends because we worked together. And um, but we also like to hike as well. And so we started hiking together and then we her and then another friend of mine, we all decided to do Mount Whitney together. Um, but me and this friend did all our training together and then did Mount Whitney. And that was kind of like an introductory to traveling with her and that's what i recommend definitely if you're going to be traveling with your besties is like try out something a little smaller i mean mount whitney was not like a small feat in the lower 48 <laughs> i know but we also during the training we had to go other places and like spend the night and so i really got to know her travel style um and those are just like subtle things like do you like a big breakfast or do you not like a big breakfast do you are you a morning person or not and and those are the things you kind of learn along the way when you do a couple smaller trips. So I think that's way to make, what made us so successful to do something bigger like Guatemala and do all these really adventurous hikes is because we kind of already went through some of that like understanding and get to know each other and also kind of being put in these tiny bit more stressful situations and seeing how the other person reacts and how you can work together as a team. So that's how we ended up in Guatemala. Oh, that's awesome. That's so important. And like, yeah, you should kind of like pick apart and do these smaller um, trips before committing to what, like a week, two week long thing. That's so funny that Janine says that because we literally planned and booked our Peru trip to hike Machu Picchu. And we had never gone anywhere together because my mom is very strict. So I'm not allowed to go anywhere like spend the night places so she had no idea what I was gonna be like but we were <laughs> so but we were friends for so long that she already knew like the type of person I was and I know mm -hmm. the type of person she is so I didn't feel at all offended when she hiked you know much better than me and left <laughs> me uh-huh <laughs> well you did have uh, your partner with you each other uh but yeah that too but also I'm very I'm I'm pretty independent so I was like she's better than me she can go on ahead we'll meet up later like on yeah. during the hike so it wasn't like a big deal but uh, yeah you should definitely learn a little bit about someone's well, style in that case I was gonna say like it kind of it depends on 
who you're going with. And so like um, one of my besties, I, I consider her my bestie at least, is my mom. We started traveling more or less recently. I think our first big trip was in 2018 together. We went to Germany. And because, I mean, we obviously know each other really well. And so sometimes if you know someone really well, you can jump ahead into those more advanced trips or just circumstances force you into those <laughs> bigger trips yeah. and you just got to go with it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think is uh, like your, like the trait that you're looking for in someone um, when, when you're planning like a bestie travel, like, you know, like if they do a particular thing or if they like a particular thing that, you know, like off the bat, like, oh yeah, we'd probably do really well together. And what's the opposite? Like something that you're like, oh no, I can't we could not do great together because of just like one particular thing. Right. No, these are such good things to keep in mind. And so what I do is like, I'm always really listening to my friends about what they're doing already and what they do naturally. And that'll give you a lot of clues to what they're interested in when they're traveling. And so what my main thing is, is that you want to go somewhere like you want to be equally stoked to go to the place you're going. And that's going to solve like, like so many things <laughs> because you're both so excited to go there. So I really listen to where my friends are saying they want to go before. And then I kind of let that guide where we end up going um, as long as it's overlapping with what I truly want as well. So like, for example, I knew one of my friends really wanted to go to Thailand. And so I was like, you know, my birthday's coming up. I always go somewhere for my birthday. <laughs> um, what if we go to Thailand and I kind of pulled on that string of something that they're really, really interested in. And I, we build the trip around what we're both interested in. And so that's kind of how I end up going places with people as I go with the interest and what's most interesting for them. Along the way, you definitely find out where you're not the same and you just, that's okay too. I think it's a kind of a learning process. Like I'm very much, for example, of like coffee and granola bar kind of breakfast person. Like I just don't, I don't really care about breakfast that much. Whereas other people like that is the most important meal of the day. They have to like go somewhere. They want this big meal. And so I've learned who is like that of my friends. <laughs> and I try to like kind of work that into the trip itself. So kind of utilizing what's already kind of happening to make the trip go more smoothly, like maybe picking a more foodie destination so that we're both excited to go get that breakfast or whatever, you know? <laughs> so those are kind of, I think that answers your question a little bit. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. Martha, what was the, the second part of that question? The total okay. opposite? What the is total that? opposite. What's something that immediately is going to turn you off? Like yeah. you love them, of course, but you're like, mm, this is not going to fit well with my travel with my travel like personality. Yeah, I can, I, sometimes I'll source, sort, sort out like what they're expecting, you know, and everyone is coming at like their trip a little different. Some people want more luxury and wants to spend more money. And I kind of take a step back and it's like, can I do that right now? And it's like, it's not really, I don't want to travel with them. It's something else that it's causing me not to, because I wouldn't travel constantly. So, <laughs> but really being honest with myself, like, you know what? I have seven other trips this year. I can't spend that much on that trip or I can't, um, what's another good example? Oh, one of my friends is like really great at backpacking and we're talking about doing 
um, the, there's like a trail around Mount Rainier in Washington and she wants to do it in like five days. And that's when nor people normally do it in like 10 days. And that's what I would want to do. And so it's just like kind of realizing that even though I could potentially train myself up to do it that fast, that's not really what I'm interested in doing. And so being honest with myself and with her being like, I think you got to find another person to do that one with. <laughs> yeah. So having the same types of expectations, for expectations, trip. absolutely. Of like what, and being really honest of what that you're desiring out of a trip and making sure you guys are aligned mind and that again um so it's not so much like i don't want to travel with you it's like i can't make that trip work in a way that i can find really enjoyable got it no mm -hmm. you really have sense. to you really have to be honest with yourself too yeah and i feel like with women we're like with my girlfriends at least i find that we're always like trying to care for the other person so much that we're not saying what we need to say. And that's when I've had just like a little bit of conflict. And usually it's not that much conflict, but you should expect a little bit on a trip because you're putting yourself into these unusual circumstances where you're sometimes trying to figure out the currency, the exchange rate, the language, all at once. And that's stressful. So there's going to be some conflict. And so like getting to that point, which is why I do recommend like smaller trips or knowing someone for a long time or getting to know each other really well so you can have those honest conversations like I'm uncomfortable right now or I just want to take a nap or those kinds of things are so important in, in travel with your best friend, especially if you want to keep doing it into the future. <laughs> oh my gosh, what you just said resonated so much. One of my friends today actually posted something on Instagram and um, which was exactly what you said. Um, let me read it to you. She said, if we don't say yes authentically, we say yes resentfully. And that leads to far more problems than if we had said no in the first place. Which yeah. is like, you know, trying to accommodate a friend because you love them, because you think it would be an amazing trip. But you know that it's not going to be what you want or something that you can actually do. And then right. you go on it anyway, and then you don't have, like, a, a genuine, like, connection or, like, a good trip on for that reason. Because those little things that you could have just avoided if you had been honest and, like, taken care of yourself instead of trying to, you know, make everyone right. happy. Yeah, and absolutely. And that's, like, why I started traveling with my friends, too. Like, I've been in a romantic relationship for a long time. But what I realized is that I wanted to do more than my romantic partner wanted to do. I wanted to do different activities. And so finding the people that would want to do that with me and be on that same page and be just as excited as I am and be open and honest and getting to that point of open and honesty is just, like, sometimes it takes a trip too. Like I've gone on trips with a girlfriend and something comes up and there's that conflict for the trip and we kind of sort through it. And then the next trip, we know exactly what to expect and like how that person's going to react or avoid that altogether. And like, I think the other half of it is being that honest. But then if you're on the other end, if you're the other person is holding, I guess, holding that space or allowing things to change or allowing, that's been, I've been working on as well is like, if my friend's uncomfortable with this, we don't need to do it. You know, we don't have to do that one volcano hike. We don't have to do everything. And that's that's can be hard for people to let go or be okay with. So it's not just being being honest, but then also trusting that the other person is going to receive it in a positive way or an okay way so that you can still have a really good time on your trip.
I love that. No, I hope everyone, um, anyone listening and considering um, taking a trip with a friend is taking some notes because this is <laughs> this is some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I have so many tips, but. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, what do you think has been like a really, like a good bonding activity that you usually like to do while traveling? Hmm. That's while traveling. Well, you see, I'm, I tend to, my background is in event planning. And so I tend to be a little bit more of a planner. And so, um, when we're, when I'm about to go on a trip with a friend, usually I do a lot of the work ahead of time. I don't wait necessarily until I'm there. I don't over, I don't try to like schedule every minute or anything like that. Like that's too much. You got to allow some flexibility, but I do do a lot of the work ahead of time and that will like create times to have those conversations about what you're most interested in doing in that place. Um, but it really depends for me on what that location has to offer. So what can I do that I love doing here that both me and my friend love to do here? Like hiking is a great example. I love to hike, love to hike in California. So when I go somewhere else, I try to work that in. So like when I went to Cuba, we did like a sunrise hike and kind of finding those things that I like to do here and putting them there like that we both like to do. And then also finding what's unique about that destination is the other kind of half of it. So, you know, in Cuba, there's all these tobacco plantations, like going and exploring and doing a tour about tobacco plantations, even though I don't smoke or anything. I think that's really interesting because that's part of their culture and their history and whatnot. So um, I would say find the things that you like to do or that you're both excited about. I I feel like a broken record already, but (laughs) do you like to get massages? Like go find out like the unique spa experiences there or (laughs) yeah, like um, yeah, anything that you really like to do, see if you can do it in that destination. What has been the, your favorite bonding activity that you've done with your girlfriend? <sighs> like that, an activity that you had where you, where you think it made you guys a little bit closer than before. Oh, interesting. I mean, I do think spa experiences can be very romantic and they're kind of fun to do with your bestie. <laughs> Oh my God, me and Jan- that's so yeah. funny. Me and Janine went to a Korean spa and we were like, well, we're naked. Yep, exactly. <laughs> well, did you go to Mar- What's it called? There's a couple of them down there. We did two, didn't we, Janine? Yeah. Um, we went to We Spa. Yes. And we Q went spa? to you? What? Q Spa? I don't remember the, the other one. Yeah. But we got a massage together, like a couple's mm-hmm. massage. Yes. And we both got the same one, and we had never gotten this type of massage before. The um, what is it? The was shiatsu. It the scrub? No, oh, not the scrub. The, yes, the yes, the shi, shiatsu. I think something. It sounds like they the dog. Our back. <laughs> and we were so quiet because I wanted Janine to enjoy her massage, even though my massage was super painful. <laughs> and I was just like holding it in, being quiet. And then when they when they left, you know, turned on the lights and they were gone. I was like, Janine, that hurts so much. She goes, Oh my god, it was hurting me too. That... And we were both cracking up 
to be quiet because we didn't want to ruin the experience for the other, the other person. Yes. But yes. Both of them were being so rough with us. I think one of them got on top of the other one. And I, Whoa. I don't I don't remember which one it was, but it was like, she got on my back and was really like going to town. Yes. Have you gone to Olympic Spa? No, I haven't been to that one. Yeah. Yeah. I went to that. I've gone with one of my friends a couple times. And yeah, it's when you are naked and you're around a bunch of other naked women, it's like this, it's definitely a bonding experience, but also it's like so nice to see what real women's bodies look like in a way. And it's just like this very female energy space. So yes, I totally know what you're talking about. And they have a scrub at Olympic Spa and literally your skin is like peeling, like like peel off a layer of your skin. It is, yeah. I thought and, we were disgusting because of how much skin was peeling. I was like, oh, I know. All that was on me? Oh. Isn't that crazy? Although I do love leaving there and feeling like the softest human in the entire world. <laughs> Hannah, you need to, well, once like, I mean, and you've probably done this, but I love going to the Korean spa and getting that scrub after a backpacking trip. Oh, yes. That you was know, the second time we did it. All that. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> after uh, after our um, Machu Picchu hike, because we did the Inca Trail, so we were yes. like filthy. And I, uh-huh. I didn't even think, we, I didn't think we were able to get like all of it off of us until we got there and layers upon layers of skin and I was like we feel this is great I'm so happy we did this (laughs) yes Uh, okay I'm gonna keep that in mind I haven't done one like immediately after a backpacking trip Uh, that's a good idea (laughs) oh my god we're talking about like dead skin and how we like probably lost like three pounds worth of skin (laughs) after (laughs) a good scrub well, it, it um, did bring, it did remind me of a good point that I do love doing a lot of like physical activities with my friends, like hiking and backpacking and things like that. And mm-hmm. I think it's nice to go with other women like or your besties or something because um, you do have that trust built up with them. And also like a lot of times they're at your same pace. Like my romantic partner is like very active and very fit. And so sometimes I always feel like I'm slowing him down. Whereas when I go with my girlfriends, we're like at the same pace. And so like doing those tracks are so much fun. I did, I did um, one in Peru as well. This was a, a number of years ago now, but that was incredible. And it was just like, we're in the tent giggling together and whatnot. So having those bonding experiences with your girlfriends rather than just your romantic partner is so, so nice. I agree. I've like, I don't know, for me, I single for so long, you know, before, um, you know, I met my current boyfriend, but, um, I, I don't know for me, I I just loved the bonding experience, you know, with a best friend. I I just, it's another type of romantic relationship in a way, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're close on so many different levels. This is someone you speak to about so many different types of things. So I'm with you. I'm with you, girl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really nice. And sometimes I plan trips with people who I'm no longer living nearby. Um, people move to Santa Barbara and then they move away, or maybe I, this is a friend from college. And sometimes it's nice to just plan the trip and not really catch up until you're there. And then you have like all this time to catch up and like all the details of the life come out. <laughs> you, get, you get deep. Yeah, yeah, definitely a good way to reconnect with someone that mm-hmm. you've been away from for some time. 
Yeah, just because someone is far away doesn't mean they're not a good travel partner. It might be a little more complicated, but I always think it's really fun to like meet up in the in the airport, right? You both arrive at the same time and then you like have that moment <laughs> where you're like, oh, there she is. And it's so it's it's really sweet to like make that happen. So um, I'm always working on different trips with different friends at all the time. So one thing I would say if you're developing different bestie friends or travel partners is to not just work on one at a time like do like plan multiple things at different stages like this friend do the weekend trip and this one do longer and then that way you're just traveling more all together that's great <laughs> i love that so do you um do you have like different friends that are like the go-to for you know the more adventurous like hey let's you know go to a weekend um you know, get away in the mountains and, you know, let's do this more chill beach thing with this other friend. Yeah, yeah, definitely based on what they like to do. Absolutely. Like one of my friends is she ended up hiking the Pacific Coast Trail in 2019, which is like so rad. So she's like my coach almost when I go backpacking and whatnot. And so I love to do stuff with her because she just knows it so much better and I could get better at backpacking really fast because she's so experienced. And some of my other friends are also getting into backpacking, but then other ones are not at all right? They're not interested. They don't want to sleep outside. <laughs> I'm like, sure, <laughs> let's get an Airbnb. Um, but a lot of my friends do have overlapping interests. So I am still trying to find out certain, I don't know, most of my friends are pretty open to stuff. But yeah, definitely like, like, what are they really wanting to do? And I like get on board with that. And I utilize their excitement of like, we both want to go like, I'm planning to go to Grand Tetons with a friend who did the PCT, and we're going to do some backpacking, you know, like she wanted to go, I want to go, let's do it, you know, kind of a thing. And then I have another friend, like I'm trying to figure out a friend, I really want to go like sailing in the Caribbean. And so I do have one friend that I know would love that. And so like, kind of figuring out those those things that not every single one of my friends will want to do. Um, that's been that's been fun to source out over time. <laughs> and it just kind of naturally comes up on conversation. I just like make a little mental note like, oh yeah, that person does that and this person likes this. So yeah. I love that. You like really like, you know, take notes and dissect, not dissect like in a weird like way but like you know you're really listening to someone so I think that's that's super awesome yeah and we only have this one life to live so like we got to go do it so I'll just I'll make Absolutely. it happen <laughs> especially you, you after 2020 you have I to know. just go for it I mean I after know, you, everything is safe and everyone is like has had everything that they you know safely mm-hmm yeah Anna, I wanted to ask you um mm -hmm. What is adventure to you? Yeah, I think I mentioned it a little bit at the beginning. Um, I feel like it's anything that's just slightly outside your comfort zone. It doesn't need to be like way outside your comfort zone, but it could be just slightly outside your comfort zone. It could be going to a different state. It could be going to a new country. It could be going to a different continent. It could be just doing something that you've never done before. That's what I think is adventurous, just like slightly outside your comfort zone where you could research and figure out or go with a guide and do it and do it, you know? So that's what I think of adventurous. And like, 
people think of me as adventurous. I don't think I'm super adventurous because I know there's people who are like, you know, doing those squirrel suits off the top mountains or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> or, you know, uh, I don't know, some they're doing mountaineering. That's something that's interesting to me that I, you know, I don't know if I want to do right now, but I might want to do. So I feel like we're all adventurous um, in different ways. You can be more adventurous with food than I'll ever be. You know, and so I think it's just anywhere out, just slightly outside our comfort zone. I love that. That's like well said. Um, and of course, like I think everyone thinks of adventure slightly different, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like your friend who's done was it the PC? Mm-hmm. Probably adventure is, is something else compared to someone who maybe just does like you know weekend hiking. So right. I love that adventure. Yeah, in many forms. Yeah, exactly. And like that friend, for example, has like a serious fear of heights, which I don't. And so it's like, we're, we're all adventurous. Come on. No, different I, levels, yeah. different levels, and different things, right? Some people are afraid of the ocean. I love to go, you know, snorkeling, for example, or, you know, it's, we're all, we're all good. Yeah, exactly. No, um, one trip that me and Janine took, actually, um, we did uh, kayaking and something so very simple and I had to turn around I was like I can't please drop me back off at the boat I will I will be fine I'll be by myself just take me back to the boat and then they did we turned around and I was dropped off at the boat and then they continued on their kayaking little excursion but I was like oh hell no the water's being too rough I have to go back I have to come right. back and yeah and Martha things didn't know like, how to paddle <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I had I a was paddle rose of us I was frozen in fear. I couldn't do anything anymore. <laughs> I know. And when you get fearful, it's no longer fun. So, no. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to stay away from the fear. That's why I don't want to do things that make my friends uncomfortable. Like, I want to push them. I want us to do something together. But I don't want them to be afraid. And I don't want to be afraid either, you know. So it's it's finding that balance of, like, going outside the comfort zone, but not, not too far. <laughs> no, and it's so dumb because I'm always the one that's like, yeah, let's do that. And then I'm like, no. I know. Kayaking is rough. (laughs) No more kayaking for Martha. I've taken my mental note. (laughs) I love kayaking, though. So, See, Um, and someone would be like, that's not adventurous. I'm like, yes, it is. Very adventurous. It depends where you are. (laughs) Those waters, yeah, it was not the... It was a little bit rough. So yeah, I always like doing the uh, tandem kayaks because I don't really have that much upper body strength. So I need I need <laughs> someone else in the kayak with me. <laughs> oh my god, that's like me. I'm like, no, go faster. <laughs> okay, you're not going with me now. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is um, I know like with brown and we weren't able to take you know as many trips as we wanted to is there a bestie trip that you have either coming up in the future or something that you want to take that like looking forward to uh I don't I think you cut out Janine I couldn't Uh hear you sorry okay um is there uh since you know 2020 happened and Mm -hmm. we weren't able to take all those trips is there a trip that you either have planned or, um, you know, something that you're kind of just like thinking of in your mind that you're really looking forward to? 
Yeah, definitely kind of working on some summer stuff right now. Um, uh, for as for bestie travel, definitely I mentioned going to Grand Teton National Park, doing some backpacking. I'll do that this summer. I might. Um, I'm really, really falling in love with the Pacific Northwest only in summer. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll probably head back up there. I have a friend who lives in Seattle and we might do some backpacking or hiking um, based from there. So those are some things in the summertime. I'm also slowly developing um, going on some guided tours. So actually in April, I'm going on a rafting trip through the Grand Canyon and I'm actually going solo on that one, but it's a it's a public tour. So if anyone wants to join me, you can be my bestie on that trip. <laughs> and that's something that I want to develop over time to like so people can come join a trip. If they know no one else, at least they'll know me. Um, so that's something interesting that I'm working on. And then the second half of the year, it's like I'm I don't even know if I should even start planning it or not. <laughs> I'll probably start it pretty soon after my birthday trip next week, which is with my romantic partner. But um, after that, I think I'll work on kind of the second half of the year. So that's what's going on. Love that. Love that. Okay. Um, I have a last question for you. What is the like bucket list bestie travel trip? Like, you know, Money isn't an issue. Getting time off isn't an issue. Just all out. Oh, man, I have so many like I could like rapid fire so many, <laughs> but I'll just pick one. And that like the top, 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 top one I really want to do is doing like hut to hut or like some trekking the way you probably did in Peru. But I want to do it in um, Patagonia, part of Chile. <gasps> yes, yes. Oh <laughs> I really I know maybe with the three of us need to go. Okay. <laughs> Martha will stay at the glamping uh, Airbnbs, but there I will is. never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is some like eco eco huts on part of the track. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. so who would be who's your dream bestie? Who would who In, would you take on this? No, okay, not your dream bestie, but who would you take on this particular trip? Yeah, it'd definitely be one of my girlfriends. I would say, um, yeah, I could see doing it with like at least three or four different ones. The one I did the stuff in Guatemala with, the one who hiked the PCT, the one I'm kind of doing some more backpacking stuff in Seattle. I would do it with any of those girls. They're awesome. Really, like it's not my schedule that's the limiting factor. It's theirs. But um, if we had no limiting factors, I'd want them all to come oh, <laughs> and, <yay. laughs> and meet each other because I think that would be really funny. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, I mean, if, if like really no budget factor is doing that and then going to Antarctica, like, phew, phew, that's like Ooh. next level. Antarctica yeah. is like so pricey. Oh my gosh. But it looks incredible. Like so pretty. It does. I, I feel like yeah. that's the bucket list for most people just because it is money is such a big factor yeah. and time it feels, because it's not very yeah quick to get to yeah the time and the, it just yeah overall just feels so inaccessible which is I mm -hmm. think is also the draw exactly mm -hmm. yeah well Hannah thank you for sharing all this with us um I know you have an awesome Instagram where like you have pretty much like mini guides on each of your posts so 
tell everyone where they could find you. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, yeah, I call them my micro blog captions on Instagram. <laughs> and that's on um, at moderately adventurous. I'm also on TikTok. Are you on TikTok at all? I'm uh, yeah, I'm on TikTok. We just got Martha on like, yay. <laughs> I don't post anything. My son wants to do some dances, though. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm having so much fun on there because the, the videos are so short, you can't you can't create context in a way. So that's kind of fun that you can just kind of throw out some random travel information or like this one little experience. So I've been having a little bit of fun playing on that and that's at Moderately Adventurous as well. Um, and really everything is related to my blog. Like it's all kind of related to these blog posts that I create and that's at moderatelyadventurous.com. So awesome. Thank you We're for gonna... sharing. Thank you for sharing that. And we're going to link all of that in the description. So if you want to find Hannah, please do. And yeah, thank you for coming on the show. And we'll see everyone next week. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Guys. Bye. And that's our episode for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Oh My Travel Podcast. You could find us on Instagram at Oh My Travel Podcast. You could find Martha at Martha Gets It and myself at The Wild Explorer. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And as always, we'll see you next week. Bye. Away,